G'day, it's Phil Edwards, Vision CEO here, with a quick invitation to become part of this amazing beacon of hope called Vision. Together we can put our love into action to help people of all kinds build or rebuild their lives on the truth of God. Please consider the part you can play during our upcoming Visionathon appeal, remembering that it's your support that makes Vision possible, including this podcast. Life, Culture and Current Events from a Biblical Perspective, 2020 on Vision. A focus on one of the many natural disasters that happen around the world that we may never hear of in mainstream media reporting. A strong cyclone earlier this year has caused widespread damage in the African nation of Mozambique. Well, we have contact with a missionary living and working in Baira in Mozambique, which was hard hit by Cyclone Idai in March this year. Katrina Condes is a missionary with her husband, Zach, with Australian Christian Churches International and is married to Zach, who is a Mozambican. And together they have three young children. Well, Katrina's husband is a doctor. Together they run a children's ministry called the Living Word Ministries. Their ministry had a house that was totally destroyed in the cyclone. And they've been battling to help the 20 churches that they work with to rebuild after the cyclone. Katrina Condes is joining us. Katrina, welcome along to 2020. Thank you. Katrina, this cyclone was one of the worst on records. Catastrophic damage across Mozambique and also places like Zimbabwe and Malawi. Uh, Were you there when the cyclone hit? Yes. Yes, we were. We were. Um, we didn't know anything about the cyclone until my parents told me one day beforehand. They called um, me from Australia and they said, there's a cyclone coming, be prepared. And um, we didn't know how severe it was going to be, but um, it was um, like nothing I've ever lived through before. It was just amazingly, yeah, strong. And it was just, yeah, and it just devastated so many, so, so much of our, of our infrastructure and um, things have just been destroyed and it's just amazing what winds can do so how do you describe hmm. the aftermath of the cyclone and especially around the infrastructure that that you try to put in place in a missionary effort when you're talking about churches mm-hmm. that need now to rebuild and you had a house that's been destroyed how do you describe those things yep. Um, it's just, it was devastating to, um, to, uh, to see, um, churches, um, like, um, block, um, um, brick churches were just totally, um, destroyed. Um, some of them just still have their roofs, but, um, others were totally destroyed. Uh, houses were also, some of them were totally destroyed, whereas others have got roofs on, um, on, um, our house on our land was also a brick house, um, and it was totally destroyed. Um, and we have to rebuild from the foundation. And, um, it's just, the people are so poor here that, um, they don't have the ability to rebuild their own houses, never alone rebuild their churches. And so um, there's just um, like it's been nearly five months since the cyclone and the, and you can still see so much that has not even been touched. They haven't even taken off the, um, the broken tin. They've just left it there. And um, and so you can see what needs to be done. Um, and um, And yeah, it's just really, really difficult to continually see um, so much that needs to be done and not being able to help. (laughs) 
Or, well, just yeah. to reinforce just how severe that cyclone was, and uh, we did say it was earlier this year in March, so when you say five months, five months has passed, and uh, really the clean-up mm-hmm. effort is only still just getting underway. Funny, when it misses, uh, when it goes through the current news cycle, people tend to forget these things, but from my understanding, there was something like 1,300 people who died in the cyclone, and uh, afterwards... Yes a humanitarian crisis, uh, a cholera outbreak, mm-hmm. and 4,000 people affected by that. Uh, that sort of thing's pretty mm-hmm. tough to deal with, isn't it? Oh, it, it, was, it was very difficult. Uh, we didn't have um, um, power, um, electricity for over a month, um, and water was um, very difficult. Um, we, we, we began buying water just to make sure we were safe because of the, um, of the cholera. Um, and, um, and, and yeah, it was, um, food was difficult to, um, to obtain for many people, um, because, um, inland, um, it just got flooded out completely. And that's where a lot of the deaths took place, um, 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 along the rivers where the rivers just flooded and just took out whole villages. So, um, so yeah, and, th- and, and, and those relief efforts brought a lot of their refugees to, um, to Beira City. So we were having to, um, deal with, um, people, from the village areas who had come for safety um, here in here in the city of Beira, so and of course, yeah, it was uh, yeah. it was very very uh, difficult in those, especially those first few weeks. So yeah, and your husband Zach, he's a doctor, so right there yeah. in the middle of all of the issues that go uh, in the aftermath of a cyclone. Um, he, he was um, he was unable to get to work for the first couple of days because he didn't have petrol in his car and there was no petrol being sold, um, and so he missed those first couple of days. But he decided to um, to go to a a local um, hospital, which is only about five minutes uh, walk away, and so he was helping there instead. Um, and the people coming to those hospitals were people who had been trying to save their their houses, and there was a lot of people cut by tin um, as, the, as the tin flew off the houses um, and so there were, um, there were a lot of people bleeding um, very badly. There were people who needed to have um, um, operations but they couldn't because the hospital, um, there's only one hospital with an operating theatre and that was down completely um, and so no one was being able to be operated on and um, and so, yeah, he found it very difficult because he wanted to help more than he could and um, it was just impossible because of the situation that um, that we faced. Um, but he did the best he could. So, um, yeah. In times like that, when people are traumatised in a natural disaster, we all might hope uh, that there are Christian leaders who are able to be a listening ear and almost a counselling support for people who've gone through dreadful circumstances. I wonder if you can reflect mm-hmm. uh, just how the leadership in your mission were able to help as best they could uh, to actually meet some of those needs that people would have had after the trauma of a cyclone. Yeah. Uh, that's very true. Um, all the churches that we were working with, everyone we were speaking to, um, just needed support, and um, and I felt the same. Like I just needed someone, to, you know, to listen to me. And so, as a ministry, we decided to um, to start a, um, a, a prayer and fasting, um, and that's continuing to today. And we've got about thirty people um, coming to that. And what you said is exactly why we did it, and that's exactly what's happened. We've supported each 
each other, we've listened to each other, we've prayed for each other, and um, the people in that group are just so thankful that we opened up our doors and welcomed them um, to be able to to just have someone who listened and 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 and, and was able to just um, take take on um, and pray with them about what they were going through. And so that's been a real blessing um, for the churches that we've been working with. Um, and um, and we were also able, because um, I'm a missionary from Australia, we were able to um, send a lot of those prayer requests through. And so the people here felt supported by Australia because they knew that Australia was praying for them as well. And so that was a real blessing. It's one thing for people to pray when there is the aftermath of a disaster. It's another thing to actually provide practical help. And I know we mentioned the Australian Christian Churches International, and I'll point people to the website Mm -hmm. how they can connect with you. But the bigger picture here, Katrina, of course, is connecting people with rebuilding those churches and bringing hope into the community. And so Mm -hmm. you'd be looking to Mm -hmm. actually, uh, you know, in our conversation today, there'll be people who perhaps thinking, well, maybe that's something I can help with. What's your encouragement to to make some new friends and, uh, and some people to be supportive in a practical way with the circumstances you're going through right now? Yeah, if if anyone listening would like to come and help rebuild, um, we would we would love to have you come and and um, and connect with um, churches and um, and help to rebuild what um, um, in 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 what we're doing uh, on our land at the moment. Where um, we've we've begun to rebuild our house, but we still need um, the finances to finish our house, and so um, they could help to um, to to. to re- build the house so anyone with building um, like um, qualifications or, or, or knowledge um, would be most welcome to um, to come and and, and just encourage and, and, and work alongside the local people um, to, to show them um, that they care um, if, if you can't come um, um, just um, sending financial help um, would um, would definitely um, be be a be a, um, a very big help and and um, and continued prayer. Just continue prayer for everybody as we as we try and get back to some sort of normal living. <laughs> so, well, the website for the Australian Christian Churches International Missions has a link there for listeners to perhaps be supportive, whether it's a connection, a prayerful, or financial way. Zach and Katrina Contess are the ones that we're talking about today. And when you go to the website, accimissions.org.au, that stands for Australian Christian Churches International Missions, accimissions.org.au, you'll find a link there to support a missionary. And when you find the link that says support a missionary, you'll find one for Africa. And then Zach and Katrina Contess. They're in Mozambique. And if you click on Cyclone Relief, you'll be able to help out in some significant way because even five months after a dreadful, devastating cyclone, they're still challenged with getting back up on their feet and getting those 20 churches fully functional. So accimissions.org.au. Katrina, thank you so much for taking some time to give us a little update on the circumstances in Mozambique. Appreciate you being with us on 2020. Thank you. It was my pleasure. Before you go, thanks for listening. There's lots more great audio on demand, or you can listen to us live at visionradio.org.au. And remember, Vision is listener-supported. 
Your donation, large or small, will help us continue connecting faith to life for hundreds of thousands of people across Australia and around the world. Learn more or donate today at visionradio.org.au.